As Landy said, you guys are looking good tonight. All right, before we uh, dive in, I've got a few words, just a few words to share and a scripture passage, and I really just want to get into some prayer, uh, and we have different ones that will lead prayer uh, tonight before we get back there and partake of all the goodies back there. And uh, just as promised, there is Popeye's chicken, oh yeah. So um, let's go ahead and go to the Lord in prayer and get started. Father, we just thank you and we just praise you. Lord, for today, we just thank you for your goodness. For Father, you are good. And Lord, we just thank you for sending your son to die for each and one of us. And Father, I just thank you tonight that you would speak to us, each one special here tonight. Lord, that we'd be able to open up our hearts, our spirits, our minds to be able to receive from you here tonight in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You know, Pastor Margaret uh, has been part of RFI, Revival Fellowship International, for a long time, and she's like their lead intercessor and support for the leadership of Revival Fellowship International, which we are a part of, and she has been to uh, a few of our women's uh, uh, retreats, I guess, and, and, and done that and been there, so and she's just a real powerful prayer warrior. And I saw in an email that she was hearing from the Lord and said that this coming year is going to be a year of victory. And I was like, man, I agree with that. How many can agree with that, right? Uh, I, how many can say you experienced some victories in 2016? You experienced some, yeah. And, and I'm looking for some more victory in 2017, amen? And so I, I, I'm in total agreement with that 100%. And what I believe, though, that for us to experience victory in our life is that we have to walk according to the Word of God. And and he said, well, TJ, oh, that's obvious. That's, you know, but for us to see victory in our lives, our families, our communities, and everything that we put our hands to, we've got to fulfill the main prerequisite for victory, and that is for us to walk in love. Amen. Now, now see, a lot of times on New Year's Eve and, and like last year, I had, you know, I, it was the year of miracles and I've experienced some miracles and I've, we've had some testimonies this year of some, uh, different miracles taking place in people's lives. And if you latched a hold of that and got a hold of that, and that was one of those shouting last time. And, and this time, I think it's a shouting message as well a little bit because there is nothing that we should be about more than walking in love. Just, just that right there. To experience victory in your life, you have to walk in love. You can't decide, say, okay, well, I'm going to shove love aside, not walk in love, and I'm going to have victory in Jesus' name. It, it doesn't work that way. Why? Because we know that God is love. And if we think about it, you know, over this past year and the year before, and, you know, probably the year, I think it was about the year before that, America has been in a time of, of turmoil, so to speak, across the nation. We've had many, a lot of divisiveness. We've had a lot of, uh, like, for instance, this, this political cycle that we had is one that uh, I talked to my grandfather. He's 90, you know, four years old, 95 years old. And, and I said, have you ever seen a political cycle like this in all of your years? And he said, never. And he said, I'm disgusted by it. You know, it was just the divisiveness and, and the hatred and, the, and just how, how many people are just against each other. And we've seen, you know, the rioting and, and, the, and the communities against police and, and different people losing their lives for all these different reasons. And it's complex and, it, and it's got all these, you know, facets to it. But I'll tell you what, the solution is not complex. The solution is love. That's it. 
The solution is love. Despite, you know, you can turn on the news and it's complicated. You'll have a five-person panel up there and they've all got different opinions on how to solve the issues in America and how to dissolve the divisiveness and how to, to, to solve this or that. And I could have done it all in one word in just a few seconds. If they would have just invited me on the panel, I could have told them, it's love. That's it. I could have told them. I want to read this. Uh, I saw this post on uh, Facebook because I, I, church, I believe it's only the love of God that can bring healing to our nation and that can bring us together. And can, we can see victory like never before if we walk in love. I want to read this post I saw on Facebook because I think it's just real, uh, really well written here. And it's, he, this person, he wrote this, and it's not important who wrote it. It's just the words are true. So he says this, while much of America seems to be getting more and more divisive, I'm going to be holding doors for strangers, letting people cut in front of me in traffic, greeting all I meet, exercising patience with others, and smiling at strangers. I'll do this as often as I have the opportunity. I will not stand idly by and let children live in a world where unconditional love is invisible and being rude is acceptable. Join me in showing love and respect to others. Find your way to swing the pendulum in the direction of love because today, sadly, hate is gaining ground. Love must begin somewhere and love will overcome hate. Imagine the difference if we each purposefully Love a little more. And I read that post and said, it, that post was talking directly to me. It was speaking to me. And this post is speaking directly to you as an, an individual. It's speaking to the church as large, but we're all part of the church. Who is Who in here say, I'm part of the church in America? I'm a part of that, that the body of Christ that God sent his son to die for. I'm a part of that church. And the church needs to do a better job of walking in love. Who can agree with that? It's the truth. And when we see the things that are going on in our nation and has been going on over the last few years, it's evident that we need more love. We need more specifically of God's love. And it begins with you and it begins with me. Change happened. And and get this, because see, there was no victory on the cross without love. Because why? God sent his, God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. And we know that. We see the script. So the victory of the cross was because God loved the world. It all started with that. And the thing is, is that every little thing that we do can matter. Everything that we, you know, that we sow, we were talking about sowing seeds during offer. We can sow seeds of love everywhere we are every day. Just by holding a door open for somebody or speaking a kind word to somebody or just being there for someone. You know, sometimes... Even those that are the closest to us, it can be the hardest to just be there for them. When they're going through something, you know how they start to tell you and you want to solve it? How many know what I'm talking about? Instead of just listening or being that shoulder to cry on, we're just ready to solve it and tell them what they need to do, you know? 
But sometimes we just need to be there for people. We need to just be the church. I want to read from Colossians chapter 3. We're going to read verses 8 through 10 and then 12 through 17. It says this, But now you must put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Put on then as God's chosen holy ones, Holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. That's tough sometimes, right? Bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you. So you also must forgive. And above all of these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, do in word or or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. It's through him. That last part right there, through him, is the key to that whole passage. Because many of us, and if you're like me, we, I've tried on my own strength, it doesn't work. Forbearing one, for one another, that can be tough. Forgiving one another, it's like, well, TJ, you don't understand. I forgave, I forgave. You know, and Jesus said to do it what? You know, all that seven times seven and all that. You just got to keep doing it till it comes till it comes natural for you. You've got a purpose in your heart to love. Love is a choice. I'm going to read verse 14 in the King James. It says this, and above all these things put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. Perfectness. Now, this word charity is is love. We know that, but it's agape love, which is the the highest form of love that there is. It's the love that sacrifices. It's not in a, in a, uh, you know, just some temporary affection for somebody or something. No, this is sacrificial love. It sacrifices. It says, above all these, put that on. Sacrifice above all those other things, put that, which is the bond of perfectness. That word perfectness is like it's perfection. It literally just means perfection. When you sacrifice love, that's what, remember church, love never fails, right? In Corinthians 13, we know that. Love never fails. So what is this this verse saying? What is it meaning? Love brings together people perfectly. Love brings people together perfectly. One more time. Love brings people together perfectly. We've got riots and we've got arguing, we've got yelling and screaming, we've got violence, we've got people losing their lives. Why? Because of an absence of love. Because if the love was there, it would bring them together perfectly. When you bring love into your family and it's an agape love, it's a sacrificial love, it's a I'll put down my needs for somebody else, it brings the family together perfectly. Perfectly. 
When you're at work and you sacrifice for everybody else and you show love to everyone, it brings everybody together at work perfectly. Wherever you are, we sacrifice because love never fails. So 2017 is a year of victory, but it's only a year of victory for you if you walk in sacrificial love. Amen. That's how we will experience the greatest victory that we can, we can experience is by walking in a sacrificial love. I told you it was going to be short. What I want us to do, and I want us to pray, because more than what just my words can say, we've got to pray. I've got a long ways to go to be patient and kind, all those attributes of what love is. I've got a long ways to go. I've got to give my desires over to the Lord, and I've got to walk according to his will. I've got to walk the way he walked. He gave it all so that I may live. I need to give it all for those around me. Can we all stand? We're going to have a time of prayer and different ones are going to pray. I'm going to pray first here in response to what we just heard because I want us to respond to that. And then different ones are going to pray for Shonda's going to come and pray in a moment for our children for this upcoming year. We need to be praying for our children and our children's ministries and just uh, covering them. And then Brother Landy's going to come and praying over the church and for our nation. Our nation, we need, we need to be praying for our nation, church, every day. And, and you know, Dad and, and uh, Elder Joe, they're all going to come and pray. And at the end, Elder Joe will pray over the food as well. And we can just walk down the hallway and just get right in line. But I want us to pray. And I want us to say and proclaim and, and believe God together that 2017 is going to be a year of victory because, because I'm going to choose to walk in a sacrificial love to others around me. So let's commit that to the Lord here today. How many's with me on that? All right, let's keep your hand up and let's commit to the Lord. Right now, Father, we just say we agree with the word that Pastor Margaret said that 2017 will be a year of victory. Lord, I know it's going to be a, 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 a year of victory for me in my life. Because you're going to show yourself strong through me because I'm going to walk in love. Just say that to the Lord. I'm going to walk in love. Lord, not just any love, a sacrificial love to all of those around me. I'm putting others' needs in front of mine. And as I do that, Lord, you're going to pour out blessings on my life. You're going to pour out blessings on those with their hands raised. You're going to meet needs. You're going to show yourself strong in our lives because we are walking in accordance to your word, which your commandment, you had a single commandment, which says to love others as you love us. And you laid down your life, so we'll lay down our lives for others. Lord, we thank you. We praise you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we thank you for 2016 and we thank you for greater things in 2017. Lord, as every step, 
Lord, I thank you that every step that I take is ordered of you. Every step that each one that has their hands raised now, every step they take is ordered by you. And we are walking in love to every single person because love never fails. Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Can we give the Lord a praise? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.